Jenny just joined her first fantasy league this year and now she's an expert. <laughs> We're really benefiting from her knowledge. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Jenny. As though you don't also belong in this podcast all the time. Also my podcast. Also your podcast. Uh, what you been up to, Jess? I was just in New York checking out places to live. Um, but my most exciting thing to talk about is that it's October. So I've been watching, well, exciting for me. I don't know if anyone else finds it exciting. I've been watching a scary movie every night. So 30 days of scary movies, sort of how like Freeform does their own, but it's my version. You're I wrote out a calendar. Him. Yeah, I wrote out a calendar yeah. on the first and I showed it to Matt and I said, these are the movies that we'll be watching. Uh, he was not pleased by the number of scary movies. Uh, if we're talking again about the cozy, spooky, scary spectrum, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to last week's episode. If you haven't listened yet, go do that. I obviously prefer movies on this scary <laughs> side of the spectrum and he would prefer spooky. Actually, if he made his own spectrum, the very left side would be goofy. He likes mm-hmm. like stupid slash comedy Halloween type movies like Hubie Halloween, which was that like not seen that. Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Oh, wow. You don't need to see that one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's what he likes. So instead I'm like trying to watch insidious and saw and scream and you should um, put the calendar into some format that we can share. Cause I bet some people are like oh, yeah. you in our subscriber base that would like that. I doubt anybody will be watching 30 movies in 30 days. Well, someone might be. When you told me what Matt's reaction was to the last podcast, I felt a little bit uh, vindicated. I felt a little like I won. I'll be quite honest. When you said that he was enjoying my, <laughs> he liked my list too. I just wasn't telling you that part. Well, he didn't like, all, well, he likes it. I would say he doesn't like some of the scary movies that were on my list, but I didn't ask him who the winner was. Speaking of winning this episode uh, will actually be slightly more. I realize that I'm I'm transitioning quickly out of our talking about our lives, but that's because I'm very excited. You had <laughs> nothing and nothing exciting that you've done recently <laughs> that you wanted to add. Not really. I've been doing fall stuff, which is always exciting to me, but um, nothing new really. Oh, you know what I have been experiencing <laughs> more so than anything else is a large number of TikTok videos with that sound from the actor that plays Rhaenyra. I don't know if you're, if this is. Oh, something. I actually am still on episode um, four. So oh, it's don't an interview. Spoil anything. No, no, oh, it's okay. an interview. Okay. I can't believe you don't know what I'm talking about already. It's no, I like she... haven't been on TikTok in like a week, actually. Dang. Uh, the actress who plays older Allison asks like, what's your drink of choice? A Negroni, Spagliato with Prosecco in it. That is the. Oh no, I haven't sound. seen that. No, I definitely oh. have not. All right. Well, that's, that's Olivia Cook, right? Uh, no. Older Emma. Allison. Oh, you're talking about older Rhaenyra. Older Allison asks Emma or older oh, Rhaenyra. Oh, okay. 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 That makes yes, more sense. sense. And so older Rhaenyra gives that answer. People are just I using see. the sound a lot and of it's course. been all over the place. Yeah. And now I kind of want to try the drink, which I know like I was thinking that when you said that, not that I think it sounds great, just sounds interesting. No idea what a Negroni is. Is that I actually I very don't classless? I like definitely know the word. I'm like, yeah, I've heard of that before. But if oh, you yeah, asked yeah, me yeah. what was in a it, drink, it would be that's not something I know. I, I know really want 
Campari in it, but only because I looked it up. I can't oh, remember I what the other aspects are. What Campari is. I've heard of it. Again, I just don't know what it tastes <laughs> like. I feel that way about a lot of liquors. Like people say one and I'm like, oh yeah, that, but I don't yeah. know what it tastes like or like what it is. Yeah. Not a, well, not a big uh, cocktail. Per- like I love drinking cocktails, but I don't know how to make anything. I feel like some, there was a spectrum people who learned how to do their own things during the pandemic. And it was like fake bread make cocktails <laughs> and I wound yeah. up closer to the baking bread it would have been cool I, I feel like a lot of people uh spicy marg and then I called it quest I said that's enough for me that's all I want and then I just didn't learn how to make anything else that's a pretty good option if you need to have one in your back pocket that's a go-to um, all right what are we so, doing today yeah I'm very this is what I've <laughs> when you ask me like what have you been up to I've been preparing for this just <laughs> prepping this which I appreciate so yeah no I'm Jenny's very the excited. expert here she will explain <laughs> the rules and I am along for the ride okay so we are today doing a sitcom draft perhaps not the last because drafts are fun and also I can imagine us wanting a redo at some point or with slightly different spin but anyway if you're not familiar with the concept of drafts. If you haven't done a fantasy football league, and- don't live in this world. <laughs> a draft obviously is you're picking from a pool of people uh, and building teams. Usually, we are going to be building what we're. I guess our teams will be sort of our own sitcoms. So similar to a fantasy football league, where people can choose players from different teams to make up their fantasy team, we will be using characters from any sitcom that we want to fill certain archetypes or tropes and then build out our, I think it's 10. I think I chose 10 archetypes, um, like a 10 person sitcom. I don't know how we'll decide. I'm pretty sure we both like a lot of the same sitcoms. Uh, so we will probably like the combination of both of our <laughs> teams. Yeah, as it were. Liking both. Um, but maybe we can figure out a way to have like our listeners vote or something. Oh yeah. That'd be fun to have People like a true tell us head to head, what they think the better sitcom would be. Yeah. Like this sitcom would be funnier, but this one would have more heart or whatever. I don't know. We could be nice to both of us if you want. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Amazing. So that's the general concept. Uh, I think I'm going to start by telling you, I know Jess already knows this, but the folks at home, what our archetypes and, or, um, what our characters What's that like word for archetype? Trope. Mm, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> what our sitcom tropes are. If you have other tropes, if you're listening at home and you're like, they didn't remember this one, tell us so that next time we can include it. Yeah. Um, a better draft next time. Yes. I didn't, I don't think we missed any. Well, now I'm, now that I said that, someone's going to be like, obviously this one. <laughs> obviously this one. It's a pretty, pretty wide variety. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely a wide variety. So we have the straight man, which <laughs> I need to clarify. Yeah, please tell them what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, is not a heterosexual male character as just it's literally initially called asked. the straight man. I didn't yeah. know. Very fair. Very fair. Uh, I don't know why that is in my like the kind of knowledge, but the straight man is basically the comedic foil. I feel like in a lot of old tiny sitcoms, I mean, the trope is still used today, but it's usually a main character, someone who all of the jokes sort of bounce off of. They are reacting to the jokes. They're sort of your, as a viewer, someone you empathize with because their whole world of sitcom people is doing something crazy or wacky. And so they're reacting to it and they act sort of as your tie to the world often. Um, 
Anyway, next is Dork or the Square character. You guys have seen Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Carlton, perfect example. Um, it's the giving... square character. Okay, again, not what I really thought, but that's fine. And you, you could use, you could interpret dork in a different way. Okay. What were you thinking? Like, oh no, you're. Now that you say that, I think I confuse it with goofball, which is the other one. I think you can. I think you can be a little flexible. Okay. These days, sitcoms are not trope by trope exactly the same as they once were. Yeah. I think. I think flex it out. I think that's fine. Okay. Um. No, I'm gonna think. Okay. While, you, while you while you explain the others next is eccentric one i didn't really have a great name for this but you know when I, I feel like phoebe buffet wrote the handbook for like eccentric one but it's oh, also yeah. sort of a wild card section i feel like there are a lot of potential eccentric characters that we can pick those from. are always the best always yes. the best characters in a sitcom definitely goofball slash dits is the next one um I feel like that's self-explanatory yeah self-explanatory then the sarcastic one the wisecracker also self-explanatory you guys know what that means um the next one I chose was bully which could go a couple of ways it could be your like true bully like antagonist uh which is sort of similar to another one down the road or it could be the jerk with the heart gold you could go a couple of different ways with this one but bully in general they're sort of antagonizing other characters the annoying one and or neurotic one. Then we have the enemy. I think a lot of sitcoms have to have at least one character where every once in a while I'm thinking of, and maybe I'm stealing your answer, but maybe not, the kid whose name I can't remember in Parks and Rec that Amy uh, Poehler is always, why did I call her Amy Poehler? Leslie Nope. The, the one who- Oh, the teenager? Yeah. What's oh, his name? I can't Greg think of his name right now. Yeah, Greg Vakaitis. Wow, what a great one. So that's like a very, it, he does, he's not in all the episodes, but it is an enemy in the series. There's a lot of choices for that one. The last category is the sage or smart one. Uh, that one also <laughs> speaks for itself. I think that's self-explanatory as well. We do have a bonus round where we will pick a will they, won't they pair because that in sitcoms I feel like is a very often used trope. trope but the kicker for that is is that we're not picking separately once we have all of our final picks we'll have to choose our will they won't they pair from that list so so okay. yeah I say amazing okay so in terms of let's see what questions do I have for you so our sitcoms are live action only or is animated that's I a figured live question. action only. I was thinking for this first one, we would go with live action only. I was just thinking like if we're picturing, if we're creating a sitcom, like most likely it's not a mixed live action animated sitcom. I mean, it could yeah. be, but it's probably not. We're not Jimmy Timmy Power Hour <laughs> like mixing oh, wow. Amazing reference. <laughs> I think, okay, so live action only. And then are we restricting it to like last 10 years or no? Is it any, any time? The, the dead silence is Jenny thinking. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I'm squinting my eyes. Thinking very hard. <laughs> well, no, because there are shows that are not in the last 10 years. I'm going to say like Friends, for example, that is a very. Yeah. I really I, was thinking about Friends when I asked this question. Like, Oh, perfect. I are we think, doing? I think you can include Friends. Okay. So any time period, any time period. Okay. Any time period. You can include Cheers if you want. I don't feel like you're not gonna, but. I'm not going to. Just <laughs> spoiler <Taxi>. alert. <laughs> 
will not be, I'm not really like well-versed in old TV shows to be yeah. quite honest. Absolutely. Um, you can use nineties sitcoms. Okay. The rules are one of us will start, uh, and then we'll just go back and forth with characters. So we will be slotting them into their tropes, but we're not going in a specific order. Is that right? Precisely. Just like, and I'm going to pull it back to fantasy football again. You can choose a wide receiver. You could choose a quarterback. You could choose your defense. It doesn't matter what order you do it. You just got to fill your slots. Yeah. I don't know if you guys knew this, but Jenny (laughs) just joined her first fantasy league this year and now she's an expert. (laughs) We're really benefiting from her knowledge. Listen, I actually looked at my lineup before this weekend, which is unheard of. I have not done that in the previous four weeks. Carter has let me know that I had someone benched or whatever. I don't know if the things are, but I like preemptively was like, Ooh, I wonder what my projected points are. And how are you doing? How's your team doing? A one, two, lost two. I'm going into this week projected to win, but not, not projected that um, strongly. If that, that phrasing makes any sense. Basically okay. I have a 55% chance of winning. So it's not bad. All right. Thank you. Is it time to inquiring? You're welcome. Yeah. I'm going to number, <laughs> I'm going to random number generate. Would you like evens or odds? I'll do evens. Okay. Generate number haha, seven. All right. So oh, I go first. Okay. I'm going to go right off the bat and I'm going to choose. Give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Don't teach a man to fish and you feed yourself. He's a grown man. Fishing's not that hard. Ron Swanson for my bully. Okay. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to screw me over immediately. All right. Were you going to choose him for, for your bully or did you have a different category in mind? No, he was my bully. Okay. So now I have to, do I have to fill that character or that trope immediately? No, no. no, That's the best one too, because it's like, you don't want a genuine bully. Like you want the like sort of rough around the edges, but nice character. Okay. I'm going to have to really think on that one. So for my turn. Okay. So I see, I need to pick like just the person that I think you want. You want to pick someone. Yeah. That you don't want me to pick. Okay. Oh, okay. Which one do I think you would pick? Okay. I'm going to pick. I am about to do something very bold at this job that I've never done before. Try. Jim Halpert for sarcastic one. Mm, The wisecracker. The wisecracker. I think that, I don't know. I read the sarcastic one trope and immediately thought of Jim. And I was like, I could try to think of something more obscure, but like, that's the best one. I, yeah, I will. I'm not actually that upset, which is, I'm glad because I, I did have, when I was making my list (laughs) earlier today, I also was like, Jim feels very obvious for this. It's a really good option. But then I was also like, I need to have some backups because I'm certain Jess will also feel. Yeah. That was Um, the obvious one, but I I was like, I was trying also not to like out. I was like trying not to do the thing where I was like, who's Jenny not going to pick and like, just pick who I actually wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like for the sarcastic one, also Chandler Bing, I was a little bit like, I wonder if that's why you asked about friends. Okay. It's interesting because I actually particularly, I I guess I'm spoiling part of my list, but I like did not include anyone from friends. I don't 
really threw me off the scent. Okay. Like everyone's <laughs> going to hate me, but I don't really oh. No, I was just asking because I don't know. I guess I was just asking to ask. Cause I had thought about it. Like I thought we needed a parameter of like recency. And then I thought the only one that I'm really, yeah, the only one that would be excluded would be friends. And I was like, I'll, I'll just do last 10 years, but I also don't really like friends. I think that's fine. It's, it's a, it's like a fine show, but it's just like, when I think of my favorite sitcom characters, nobody from that show came to mind. Chandler is funny, but like, I don't know. I rewatched friends a few years ago and it just was like, it's also like, it was the first of its time or whatever, you know, it's like one of the first like ensemble comedies to really like be the way it is. Is that wrong to say? I think it's no, no. sort of, I, I'll be quite honest with you. I did not choose anyone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just so life. everyone knows there's no friends <laughs> characters here, but maybe I'll have to choose one if, uh, if all of my characters get taken away. But I, I, when I was making the list of the archetypes, it's really clear. I feel like because it is sort of the first of its kind, it's really clear who's who in friends. Like Chandler is the That's sarcastic true. one. Joey is the goofy one. Uh, Monica, sorry, is the annoying slash neurotic one. Like there, it's just Phoebe is the eccentric one. That is true. They fit. They fit the roles. You picked Jim. I'm gonna pick. Do you have any plans for today, or? Uh, I plan on popping a pill, crying a bit, and falling asleep early. David Rose of Shit's Creek, and I'm gonna put David Rose as my sarcastic one. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is that a mouth wide open, a gape? At no, 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 that's a, that's a, I really wanted, I really wanted David. No, but I didn't have him, you know, because I was trying, I really did try to pick different sitcoms, like characters from different sitcoms. Otherwise I would literally just be remaking Parks like it half Parks and Rec and like half New Girl, to be quite honest. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Oh, I guess I'm spoiling maybe a little. No, but- I, I was, suppose I should have seen that coming. I, I was thinking characters, man. Shit's Creek, New Girl, Parks and Rec. There's one other one that I was like, I bet she's going to source from this. The Office? I, I was like, maybe. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Some, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's yeah. the one. Okay. That actually is. <laughs> but I like really tried not to, you literally just named the ones that I really tried not to just pick from. Got it. Um, but I, yeah, I ended up writing out a list of 10 sitcoms that are like my favorite sitcoms. Ooh. And I was like. I'm going to do my best, which as I was doing that, I was like, okay, I should try to pick like one from each of these, but it's already messed up. So we'll <laughs> see how it goes. I feel like I'm going to end up with like just three sitcoms, but I'll do my best to, oh, now I'm like, I feel like the struggle is like trying to think of Are you panicking? people fitting together. I'm already panicking I'm people sorry. fitting together, but also being like my favorite characters. Like, well, I guess maybe that's, maybe that's the wrong way to look at it. Maybe they don't have to be my favorite. They have to be funny, but they have to be complimentary to each other. That's and cute. I don't think I'm going to do well, to be frank. Um, <laughs> like, right. what, like one down, I've already really struggled. One, yeah, I've literally only said one so far. Is that right? And you've yeah, said two. Yeah, you, it's your turn. <sighs> okay. Okay. So, so far I just have Jim. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know what to do. I, Tell me. And picking. And just so we're clear, the first thank you was sarcastic because you embarrassed me. But the second thank you was sincere as hell because these flowers are glory. Winston Bishop. <gasps> from uh. <New> Girl. <laughs> Did you have it? Yes. He was I one of it. yeah, he was so one of my potentials. Um, but it's okay. He true okay, Winston Bishop might actually be 
Oh, I don't want to say my favorite sitcom character of all time right off the bat, but like as far as sitcom characters that make me laugh and just like bring me joy and just Mm -hmm. like are truly incredible to Mm -hmm. watch. Lamorne Morris as Winston Bishop in like seasons three and on. Just the funniest thing, just the like most (laughs) joyful and most comedic. You know, I say that, but honestly, I would say this about probably any of the male new girl characters. Like I just, like they just are all so freaking funny. Uh, but I had to pick Winston because I read the character or I read the trope eccentric one and immediately thought of Winston. I made a list after my initial list of ones that I should pick early. And he was definitely up there, uh, but now he's crossed off. It anyway, is a, a show for everyone. Truly excellent. I think once you get past the first couple of seasons, but I say that about literally every sitcom, but with that one, I feel like it's an important disclaimer because Zoe Deschanel is a little off-putting to some people because mm-hmm. she's like, so Zoe Deschanel, like, so that character in the first True. two seasons, it's like literally all Zoe all the time. And the other character, like Winston barely gets any screen time in the first two seasons. Yeah. yeah even like even Schmidt and Nick are like not the same characters in the first couple of seasons as they are later on like they really develop them more later oh Winston I mean as an eccentric one is great he was also a contender for my straight man because even though he is very eccentric I feel like he reacts a lot like a lot of his humor except yeah, I mean, it's like it's calling half half. the others out for like yes that's why he's such a funny character is like half the time he's like sort of calling the so other reasonable for like being <laughs> crazy and the other yeah. half the time he's like acting like his cat is a person <laughs> I, jenny just got personally offended at that <laughs> okay with that being said i'm gonna take no i don't wash the towel the Wait. towel washes me who washes a towel never wa- nick from new girl as my goofball bits Okay. I'll let you have that. Thank you. I, I like particularly didn't pick Nick because I had Winston and I felt like I couldn't do both, but Nick is such a good one. Yeah. Like, okay. I feel pretty, pretty evenly. I, I accept that you picked Nick because I got Winston. I feel, I feel good about that. <laughs> I feel okay. about nice. that. Perfect. Like, both of our sitcoms are, are pretty good so far. Um, you don't watch the towel. Towel washes you is like, I think about that all the time. Every time I wash my towels, I think about that. Who do you have so far? How wash is you? Oh, so good. Um, I have, in answer to your question, Ron Swanson as my bully, David Rose as my sarcastic, and Nick Miller as my goofball. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So three guys right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe I pick a woman next. I, okay. So I have Jim and I have Winston. Okay, I pick. Oh my God, ew, David. Alexis Rose <laughs> for my. She's my goofball ditz character. Incredible. I think she uh, counts. She's oh. definitely a ditz. <laughs> yes. Well, she counts as the trope of a ditz. I would defend her with my life that she's actually very intelligent. Oh yes, but, but I think she fits the trope. Yes, I think so as well. I'm a little relieved because my next pick was going to be... You'll remember the name. Herb Irvlinger. Bert Herngeif. Irv Herblinger. Moira Rose. Unless you picked Moira. Oh, oh, your face is gone. That's <laughs> okay. Um, no, you know what? It was probably for the best that I didn't pick a mom and daughter pair uh, on my mm. team. So 
So, but is I that choose. Your, is that is that your next one? She's my eccentric. As far as eccentric people go, oh, such a good one. That's true. Moira. Okay, so so Moira is your eccentric. Moira Rose of Shit's Creek. I guess I have I been saying the show names along with we people? have until Shit's Creek, but okay, Creek, yeah. yeah. So Alexis, my goofball character, is from Shit's Creek, and then Jenny's next pick, Moira, also from Shit's Creek. Yes. I, mother-daughter pair that we've now split we have severed mm-hmm. them onto so our separate teams there we can have some crossover so episodes funny. on our on our sitcoms it's fine you know what's interesting about Shit's creek it's when i watched it i was like this show is incredible one of my favorite shows everybody should watch it it's just so pure and so funny mm-hmm. and then as the years went by you know i probably watched it like three years ago I loved it. And then I sort of forgot about it. Like, it's not one that I rewatch all the time. I like, if I'm just cooking or whatever, like I'll put on new girl, I'll put on Parks and Rec, I'll put on the office. I'll even put on Brooklyn nine, nine before I ever think to put on Shit's Creek. And I don't this know is, why. I don't know this why is, is your sign. It's my sign. To, it's my sign to rewatch Shit's <laughs> Creek. Yeah, yeah, I guess it probably is. They did just put the whole thing on Hulu. Oh, excellent. Maybe I will rewatch. It has just the best quotes. Like obviously the just fold it in like I may I say that all the time <laughs> true what does that mean what does fold in the cheese mean he folds it in I, I understand that but how how do you fold it do you fold it in half like a piece of paper and drop it in the pot or what do you do David I cannot show you everything okay well can you show me one thing you just here's what you do uh-huh. you just fold it in okay I don't know how to fold broken cheese like that okay so you picked Moira so it is my Your turn. turn yes uh, okay. I keep needing to remind myself who I have because my list, my original list got a little messed up and now I'm oh. trying to make sure it's balanced. Who can I pick next? Okay. I know. Do you think a depressed person could make this? I want Ben Wyatt as my straight mm. man character. Did I use it right? Did oh, I yeah. describe straight man character correctly? He could have also been a dork character, mm-hmm. which is what I love about him so dearly is mm-hmm. that he is such a big dork, but you don't even know that for a while. No, I, was I, think I actually remember watching that show and being like, since when is Ben a nerd? Like they like in the evolution three. Yeah. Cause they, when they, they introduced him like late in season two and he's this like very much the straight man character. He's the accountant. He's like boring. He's there's like, you know, there's some humor to him and his like, he's clearly, it really is. He's the straight man character very much when they first introduced him. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like he becomes the dork character mm-hmm. somewhere in season three with the episode. I think it's with the treat yourself episode. I think it's when they're like, Ben, what why do, do you want a full body Batman yeah. suit or whatever it is? But anyways, I'm picking him as my straight man character. So now I've got Ben, Winston, Alexis, and Jim. It does feel a little wrong to have both Jim and Ben. I realize that now that I've said it. You say that. I I mean, I picked two roses. You're like, I have David and Moira. Oh yeah, you do. Yeah. Interesting. Can you imagine Ron Swanson being faced with David and Moira? Oh my God, that'd be so funny. Okay, wow. Immediately uh, jealous. And like Nick Miller being like, yeah, these guys are weirdos. I'm upset at how- Ron being like, don't align yourself with me. My I need next... to step it up. Yours is too good. <laughs> my next pick is going to be- This day is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Kelly Kapoor for the annoying and or neurotic one because I love her pick. from The Office. I do love that. I would never have thought of her for this- Oh, I think category. I'm flattered. 
I, I think because the annoying neurotic trope, I relate to really much, much. So mm. when I watch sitcoms and there, when, when somebody is filling this trope, uh, it typically, yeah, typically I relate to them. So, and I don't really, really relate to Kelly. Cause I think she's more of the, like, you could almost pick her for the dits almost. Yeah. She's not goofy enough though. So it's like not a perfect fit, but like mm. she is supposed to be ditzy. I would say. She's very calculated though. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. She's an interesting one. She doesn't perfectly fit a trope. I, I mean, really thought um, of one person immediately for this category and then just like, couldn't think of anyone else. So oh, I'm very curious. Well, I wonder if I should, I wonder if I should pick them next. Let's see. Okay. I wonder if they fit with my team, my team. Uh, my team. Yeah. Well, I don't, I can't, I literally can't not have her. I love her so much. Amy Santiago. Mm. is who I immediately thought of for I was waiting for a Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah I know I I I actually have a couple uh but she's the first one uh Amy Santiago from Brooklyn Nine-Nine she is the like main character love interest to uh the Andy Samberg character I relate so much to Amy Santiago to like a painful degree because I know they're making fun of her like, I know the joke is like, she's talking about her like color coded binder and like how she sucks up to the boss. And like, all of a sudden, like, I just literally relate to like every aspect of Amy Santiago. I also see, I feel like I see my relationship with Matt in her and Andy Sandberg's relationship. Wow. Interesting. It's not Andy Sandberg. What the hell's the character's name? Jake Peralta. Uh, yes, Jake Peralta. Like, he's the like goofball, like, good at his job, but like, like acts in ways he shouldn't like gets in trouble sometimes but like just has fun and she's like no time for fun we're being serious now <laughs> like I just I don't know man I just relate so much to her interesting you said he's a goofball because after Nick Jake Peralta was my second possibility for goofball dits yeah no that's a good that's a good fit for that <sighs> okay that was a good pick that was a good pick um oh, I'm wondering hmm. did I mess you up I mean not with it not with the last one because I really like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I will admit I have not seen it to its end. Oh, that, oh, you have to. Yes, I will. I think, yeah, it, it's in my lineup. I'm having the same dilemma as you were just describing earlier of, I should be my, me more um, diverse in the shows that I pick because I do have a lot of sitcoms that I really like, but I think I'm going to choose another from Parks and Rec. Okay. I'm going to choose no, I didn't win, but at least I didn't make any new friendships. April as my straight man. Huh. Interesting. I think that's fine. I think that works based on how you described that trope to me. Okay. I know that she fits for a lot of other things as well. Like sarcastic for sure. Could also be eccentric as the seasons go on. But I but, really like the idea of her having in, in my specific sitcom being the one that originally you're like empathetic with and reacts to people and sort of like Ben, you realize that she's weird as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fair. I was going to say in Parks and Rec, like it's sort of interesting that we picked two different characters as a straight man character. I wouldn't necessarily say that April is the straight man character in Parks and Rec, I think Ann Perkins is, especially in the beginning. Oh, she's so freaking boring. I think yeah. that's, I think she's the straight. She was like, everyone is insane. I feel like I just had a lightning bolt moment because this person wasn't on my list. Because I've is needed it to. I, is it because I said a show that you hadn't thought of or no? 
No, it oh. is just, I just, my brain was wandering. I, now I'm like really trying to decide if I want to say, it. I think I'm going to do it. No, you know what? I'm going to save it. Cause I don't Ooh. think you have it. I'm going to, I'm just going to, just going to do it. Shoot from the hip. Don't you judge me. You're the selfish one. You're the one who charged his own brother for a Bluth frozen banana. I mean, it's one banana, Michael. What could it cost? $10? Lucille Bluth. Mm. My next pick is also from Arrested Development, but not <laughs> Okay. Oh, interesting. Because I, when I just hesitated right before I said it, I was thinking about how I had actually two oh, no. Bluths and I just picked one. I didn't want two Bluths anyway. So I'm glad I didn't pick the one that you were thinking of. I think I probably know who you were thinking of maybe, but anyways, oh. Lucille Bluth for my bully character, which I think works incredible well. yeah that's okay. a really good pick what categories do you have left because i really want to guess now the sage i have the enemy and i have the dork left okay are you doing michael booth for the sage no i'm not oh. michael booth was actually in there as one straight man possibility even like a similar thing as as okay yeah, yeah yeah okay interesting okay anyway who do you have then okay i'm going with magic trick huh Illusion, Michael. Mm, trick is something a whore does for money. Job Bluth as my oh, enemy. Wait, that's such a good one. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Okay, it's a great one. Thank you. I'm envious. I'm envious. Also from Arrested Development, just in case that yes. wasn't clear. Um, you're doing a better job than me, actually. I'm immediately jealous. I feel like it's. I mean, I, I put like way too much poorly. thought into this, so you at least um, you can probably have more of a life this week. <laughs> I did this and I'm going to admit like the 15 minutes before we started recording and just, and it, shows just it, it probably does, but I just, oof, that's a good one. Oh, Thank well, Arnett is so funny. Actually, I think Arrested Development is one of the best casted sitcoms, like just truly impeccable casting. Is it not? Jessica Walter as Lucille Bluth is oh, the, so just perfect. The, the funniest and most excellent casting I mean, Liza I just, Minnelli as the other Lucille. Amazing. Like Wild. stunt casting done perfectly. Michael Sarah would be great. I love him <laughs> in anything, but. Very much ignoring the last two seasons. Just feel like I need to say that for the, for mm-hmm. the world. Anyways, I could, we okay. should just do a whole podcast episode about rest development. Is it my turn? Yes. It you is picked, your turn. Okay. Yes. So you picked Job as your, who? As your, which one? As my enemy. Mm, oh, such a good one. I love that. Okay. <laughs> I really, oh man, I feel like I really need to pivot because I was going to do, I had Michael Booth still on this list. Okay. I had him as my dork character because by the end, you very much realize like he is not the like normal, like has it all together person that he like thinks he is in the family. Like he's definitely like the dork. I don't want to pick him because I feel like I have a good choice in Lucille, but I don't think I want Lucille and Michael Booth. So I'm going to have to think about that one and their children. I thought about doing Liz Lemon as my dork character, but I'm not going to because what a roller coaster. I know, (laughs) man, I'm really just, I'm struggling. She's also on my dork list, but not up the top. If that helps you at all. Well, she, yeah, she's like sort of an obvious choice for it. I think. Yeah. Dork character could be. I can't pick Leslie Note because I already picked Ben Wyatt. 
Leslie's and also on my dork list, but literally also not remaking. <laughs> yeah. I'm literally just remaking Parks and Rec. Not a shock that that would be my instinct. Oh, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm really, I'm really <laughs> dying. Right that was such like a pained groan. I'm in pain. Okay. I'm going to do town. Oh, I'm really trying to be like, I'm trying to be unique here and like not pick the obvious choices. Okay. I pick Michael Scott as the dork character. Sometimes I'll start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. Like an improv conversation. Improvisation. That's what I was like. That's what my pained sound was. I just like, wasn't sure if I wanted to do it, but I'm just pulling the trigger. Michael Scott from the office. Uh, if someone didn't know that I'd be really appalled, but (laughs) can I tell you what my other, because we're nearing the end, uh, what the other dork possibilities were in my list. Yes. I had Annie from community felt like that was a good, I almost picked her also Abed from community, although he's more of an eccentric character. Yeah. I would not put him as the dork character. Yeah. I had Ben and Leslie as possibilities, but a couple of dorks. Liz Lemon, like you said, and then Abby from Broad City. Yeah. That one came to one. me in a dream. I was like, huh. Um, Solid. Okay. But I will not, I'm going to be letting, I'm going to leave the dork to last just in case you have the person. Oh, no, I I'm have. so intrigued to your, I thought you, I didn't even realize you hadn't picked dork yet. You just said like seven good choices. How did you not pick any of them? Because I have a show. This is what I, either you haven't watched this show or it's not one of your favorites. For my dork, but okay. it is one of my favorite comedic actors. So I have to. I had to pick. But my okay. Now I really want to guess. Oh yeah, you can. I'm, well, I'm, I'm gonna pick to. my no, 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 sage first. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pick. I think this is pointless. We're trapped in a warped version of Nietzsche's. Chidi from The Good Place as my sage slash smart one. Okay, that's a very good choice. Thank you. Thank you. I thought about. The good place characters and did not decide to go with any of them. That feels fair. I feel like they very much work in their like in their little square, their foursome. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. characters play off each other really well. But as like standalone characters, I was not drawn to any of them. I thought of Jason as a good ditz. Um yeah. I did think of him for a second. He is he actually is really funny. He would he'd be a good, just yeah. like truly comedic ditz character and i mean eleanor is also a good bully yeah okay you're right all right so your second to last pick i can't remember what i have i don't have anyone yet for enemy and i don't have anyone yet for sage nice okay um i'm okay there was a a category before we started that i was like really really struggling with because i just like could not think of a good like just a good fit for it and it was enemy who did you put for enemy joe bluth Oh yeah. Oh, and that's why I got so mad when you said that. It's so freaking good. And I just couldn't think of a good, like, who's a character that I like, but that I like, don't hate. Like, I also didn't want to like hate them. Like if they're too much of the enemy character, then like, that's not good. I want to give you some other ideas that I had, but I don't know if that's a lot. No, I know. Yeah. And you're, you've been too good at this. I'm just angry. Okay. Don't give me your ideas. <laughs> okay, exactly. I'll just feel, I'll feel more mad okay. that I didn't think of them myself, but also I am struggling I have two written down Mm, okay how many okay so I have tell me what they Ben from Parks and Rec I have Michael from The Office and Amy from Brooklyn Dine-Nine okay so I have 
the two people written down, I would be duplicating a sitcom in either of my options. I'm either duplicating Brooklyn Nine-Nine or The Office. I have. Oh my God. No, wait. I have two from The Office. I have Michael and Jim. So I can't pick an office character. So the one that I was going to do from The Office, I'm now not going to do. It was Nellie. Oh. Nellie Bertram. Yeah, that's a good one. I really love her as an actress, but I do really hate that character. (laughs) Catherine Tate is so good. Um, See, I really like, I hate that character, but I, I genuinely do think that character is funny. I know people hate, like just categorically hate the last few seasons of The Office, but I don't. Man, Mm -hmm. that's, that's, I guess a hot take. I was really (laughs) thinking about either her or Robert California. They both make me laugh. Like (laughs) people hate those characters, but like. Oh, he makes me so uncomfortable. Oh, uncomfortable for sure. They both do. So does Nellie. But anyways, I'm not picking, not picking either of them. I am going to pick. I used to work at a chop shop. It was chill. Decent hours, good benefits. You could work while you were high, which I never did because that's irresponsible. Doug Judy as my enemy character. I hope that counts. The Pontiac Bandit from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Is Doug Judy played by, uh, what's his face? Craig Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. I know the reference, but I cannot but yeah, right. I think that's because he's good. only in like if you add them up, probably like four episodes of Brooklyn okay. Nine Nine. But it's all like he's a recurring character that's like very much like when he's in the episode, it's the point of the episode. Incredible. It's one of the like recurrent, like how every season has like um, the Halloween episode where they do the heist. Oh, I need seen to watch Halloween episodes. Heist. Of- yes, those yes, oh, yes. those are the best ones. The Halloween heist, mm-hmm. absolutely incredible episodes. I guess I'm sorry if you haven't ever watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine because I think in the first season you like don't know who the Pontiac Bandit is, but it's not a spoiler. It's not that sort of show. Like it's just funny. It's a sitcom. You'll get, you'll get there. Craig Robinson is so incredible as this character. And it's sort of, it's the enemy character because he is literally a criminal and Mm -hmm. they work at a police precinct and they're all cops. But like, he's also always like friends with Jake. And that's the whole like, are they friends? Is he actually like being nice to Jake or is he a criminal just trying to like skate by through the system? And you still don't really know even after all the seasons are done. And it's just the best. It's just the best thing. My other enemy possibilities, which I didn't like because, well, no, I, Jean-Ralphio and Mona Lisa Saperstein. Okay. Those are like great characters. I don't know that I would have thought of them for enemy. Yeah, but then but I, actually, Jean Ralphio is no Jean Ralphio is a good one for. He enemy, definitely actually. messes with. He yeah, just ruins <laughs> up everything. But Joe Bluth, I'm happy with. I mean, that's the choice. perfect one. I am still jealous of that. Final pick for Dork is. Have you tried forcing an unexpected reboot? Moss from IT Crowd. Are you familiar with Moss? Oh, I haven't seen. I you've told me oh, to watch okay. the show. I've never seen it. Richard Ayoade. I have the biggest crush on Richard Ayoade. He, if you're familiar at all with British panel shows, actually wrote an, in the newsletter a list of my favorite British panel shows and what they're about and why you should watch them. He is a frequent guest of specifically the Big Fat Quiz of the Year and the Big Fat Quiz of Everything, but is on a lot of other panel shows as well. I think he still has his own travel show, but IT Crowd is a really great British sitcom. And he plays one of the IT members who is definitely a dork. Uh, he's great. And I love him. And he is my final pick. All right. I will, I guess, have to watch that show to know that one. I feel like that will not be one that most people know. Is that safe to say? 
Probably. It's been on Netflix for a while, but it is sort of, it floats under the radar a lot. It's older. Okay. My last category is the sage slash smart one. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, the person that I most wanted for that would be my third Brooklyn (laughs) Nine-Nine. And I don't think I want to do that. Uh, Tell me who it is. It was going to be Captain Ray Holt. That makes sense. One of the best sitcom characters. I actually wrote him down. He was one of my first, the first people I wrote down, but then I sort of screwed myself up by picking Amy and Doug Judy, both from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, I don't want three Brooklyn Nine-Nine characters. So I'm going to pivot and do what I said I wasn't going to do and pick another Rose. I'm going to pick Johnny Rose. He was on my list too. From Schitt's Creek. So now I have Alexis and Johnny. I, I'm okay with this. I, feel I like okay that I have Moira and David and you have Alexis and Johnny. That feels good to me. I do. I do like that. I think this is fun. Yeah. I like that they're against each other. Okay. I feel good about, <laughs> feel good about him as an individual choice. I truly do not know what my sitcom looks like right now. So All right, do you want to go through your sitcom? Who do you have? Yeah. And then we have to pick our will they, won't they pair from our list. Okay. So ooh, what are you drinking? Espresso. Looks nice. Looks foamy on top, but I think it's just the. It is the. <laughs> it's it's the, the that's how it comes out of the Nespresso. Um, this is not a paid ad, although I wish it were. Oh. <laughs> Sponsor us. Espresso. Okay. Back to <laughs> hashtag paid ad. It is not. Yeah, not all at right. all. My list. I'm going to run down. My straight man comedic foil character is April from Parks and Rec. My dork is Moss from IT Crowd. My eccentric one is Moira Rose, Schitt's Creek. Goofball slash Dits, Nick from New Girl. Sarcastic one is David from Schitt's Creek. Bully, jerk with a heart of gold, is Ron Swanson, Parks and Rec. My annoying and or neurotic one was Kelly Kapoor, The Office. Enemy, Joe Bluth, Arrested Development. And the smart one, Sage, is Cheaty from The Good Place. Okay, I have Ben from Parks and Rec, Michael from The Office, Winston from New Girl, Alexis from Schitt's Creek, Jim from The Office, Lucille from Arrested Development, Amy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Doug Judy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Johnny Rose from Schitt's Creek. Oh, by the way, Bully, I was really sure you were going to pick Gina Linetti. I did want to, but like I said, I had like five Brooklyn Nine-Nine characters in my first iteration and then Mm -hmm. I had to pare it down. Also, Jenna, 30 Rock. I thought that would be a good one. Ugh. Ah, Now- I, this is another like (laughs) hot take that I've like kept a secret, but like, I don't love 30 rock. Wow. I feel like that's like a deep, dark secret. I like, it's easy for me to pretend like I do because I've seen all of it and I know the quotes and I did. Didn't you almost pick Liz Lemon? Did you pick Liz Lemon? No, I told you I didn't want to pick Liz Lemon. I told you she was like the the one I thought of first, but like, I didn't, I don't really like her. Mm. Like that's sort of how I feel about all the 30 rock characters. Like, I think the show is funny enough. Mm but I don't really like any of those people. Like none of the characters are likable in my opinion. And that has made me never want to rewatch it. I feel like I'm going to lose some friends here, but it's just not like my, like the way I love Parks and Rec in the office, people feel that way about 30 rock. And I don't begrudge them that. And I don't judge them. It's just not my flavor. It's not my thing. Yeah. It's more, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? It's a little bit more self-deprecating. 
Even like bigger. all of the all the Tina Fey comedies, and I've reviewed probably all of the ones that have come out in like the last few years. Like great mm-hmm. news. I did a review of in the newsletter. I did Mr. Mayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I didn't do Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Like I've watched all of them and liked them. They're just not my rewatchables. Like I, there's mm-hmm. something too over the top maybe for me. I, I said, oh, I have rewatched great news though. The like super quirky characters like are just not likable. Like they're all quirky. They're all not humans. Like, who did you say? You said this because of Jenna Maroney, right? I like, I put Jenna in that category. Like just too, just so fake, just too much. Okay. Before I talk more about my sitcom, I'm going to choose my will they, won't they pair. Okay. But I want your thoughts. I okay. guess you you could lie to me to make my sitcom worse. But so right now I have, um, wow, no, I'm not. <laughs> I was just looking at who I have. And I was like, Ron Swanson and Moira Rose, not happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's so ridiculous. I sort of love that. Uh, but my more realistic one, I was thinking April and Nick. Oh, interesting. It's sort of similar to april and andy yeah a little bit less okay um a little bit less of yeah i don't know but so that that makes sense to me there's also kelly kapoor and chidi from the good place which is i also sort of like that (sighs) yeah oh imagine chidi trying to teach kelly kapoor philosophy oh my god yeah I have to be like, I totally would be like, blah, 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 blah. And give you a really insightful answer. The other thing, Nick from New Girl and David from Schitt's Creek. Nick from New Girl and David from Schitt's Creek. Also has a little bit of the David and what's his name from Schitt's Creek that wind up getting married that I, spoiler alert, by the way. Patrick. Patrick, except a little goofier. Nick is gay in this sitcom or at least by if I, I I feel like Patrick and David work because Patrick is very like grounded smart smart and grounded and I think yeah Nick and David sounds so chaotic like <laughs> it's true just it's true. true chaos fair enough all right so who are you picking who's your final okay. choice I'm between Kelly and Chidi and April and Nick and your final choice is April and Nick Going for okay. it. I like it. I think it's a good choice. My will they, won't they is mm-hmm. going to be, oh, let's see. I think the obvious one is Ben and Amy. Ben Wyatt from Parks and Rec and Amy mm-hmm. Santiago from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But uh, the reason Amy works so well with Jake in Brooklyn Nine-Nine is because they're Like I said, like the like neurotic one and the like golden retriever or however people describe that romance trope. And then Ben is maybe too nerdy. Like Amy and Ben would, they're both nerdy. Similar. Yeah. So that's a little boring. Um, Maybe just to mix things up, just to, just to see what would happen. I'm going to do Alexis and Jim, Alexis Rose from Chess Creek and Jim Halpert from The Office. I kind of like it. I want to see how that works together. <laughs> I don't see Jim liking Alexis, but like, <sighs> I want to see the evolution of Alexis Rose as like the smart character. Like I said, I would, I would really defend that she's smart. So I think she shows her smart side 
And then Jim like slowly falls for her. It's actually, it's sort of the opposite of the Amy Jake thing in Brooklyn Mm. Nine-Nine. It's so it's the same trope, maybe the same like romance trope. I, as you were saying that, I was looking through some of my like runner up choices and I'm kicking myself not for the will they won't they pair but I almost chose Charlie from it's always sunny in Philadelphia for my eccentric one and Charlie and Nick from new girl would be so funny together yeah in my that would be funny again just utter chaos it would be great I yeah my I think biggest regret of this list that not for the will they won't they but just in general my list Oh, excuse me. Um, again, a Brooklyn Nine-Nine character. Like I said, I just wanted to pick all of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles Boyle. Yeah, my list couldn't just be Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I hope, if anything, this has convinced people to watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine if they haven't. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine? How do you well, say go, it? <laughs> I say Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Right. So I thought you said when we I say Brooklyn this, Nine-Nine. <laughs> I just, I don't know why. Okay. I, Oh, I wanted to say one more thing. I, I feel like our sitcoms are very traditional sitcoms as in like the, the ones we picked from, they're like episodic in nature. Mm -hmm. They're like the tropes, the characters fit tropes really well. Mm -hmm. Ted Lasso is not really episodic in nature. It is more premise driven. It's a comedy for sure. But I didn't know, it didn't really feel like it fit like perfectly in my list of sitcoms. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Did you also think about including it? I did. In fact, I had Ted Lasso on my list for the potential sage slash smart one. I had Roy Kent. Oh, so you just didn't pick them. I did not pick them. Interesting. They were low down because I was having similar thoughts, but then I was a little bit like, even though the show is slightly different, than the ones we wound up mainly picking from. I feel like in particular, Roy Kent could be a good bully. Jerk yeah. with heart of gold. Oh, there's situation. so many good characters from Ted Lasso. I particularly did not pick from it. Yeah, I guess just because I like wasn't sure if it if it fit in our in our definition. Um, but now I feel sad that I didn't pick anyone from that. Me too. And the other one that I like really had thoughts about picking people from, other than community which I, I think I said there were some people in the community I thought about picking, but then didn't. Um, Veep. Yeah. I really thought I might end up with someone from Veep. I love Veep. Incredible sitcom. Amy but then when I thought about the somewhere. individual characters, I was like, again, I hate all these people individually. Like none of them are likable, but that's the point. And that's why it works so well on Veep. But Veep is so strongly this like satire yeah. where everyone's unlikable that I just didn't know if they worked. uh, Yeah. Outside of that, like environment. I don't know. Yeah. Again, it's just, I feel like when I think about the Veep characters, they're just so, they're just so firmly in Veep. (laughs) I sort of felt that way about Arrested Development too, originally. I was like, it's just like, it's hard to take them out of their. That's fair. I think people would argue what I just said about Veep, about Arrested Development. Like no one's likable and they're all very over the top. Honestly, my arguments of uh, 30 rock don't stand up either. I said, my problem with it is no one's likable. Nobody's likable in arrested development. And it's no. an incredible show. One of my favorites to rewatch, but yeah, I guess I don't have a good explanation for why I just don't love 30 rock. Well, all in all, you've heard our lists. If you feel like telling us which one you think is better <laughs> or just go and watch these sitcoms. Cause they're really good. But I think Jenny's is better. I'm going to be honest. 
I appreciate that. I think yours, I think your list is better than mine. I like I every character on my list, but, but I don't together, know. I don't know how their ensemble would, would work. Well, no, I feel together. like Ron Swanson and Kelly Kapoor. Oh, a plus there. I mean, dynamic. Ron Swanson with anyone, I guess I'm just still, I'm focused on that. I'm focused on Job. Ron Swanson and Job, like literally just name Ron Swanson with anyone on your list. And it's funny. Just, <laughs> yeah. Everything about Ron Swanson is the linchpin and I wanted him. I don't have a character like that. And I think I have too many. I picked Ben, Michael, and Jim. Like that's too many like white white male lead Mm. character people. (laughs) Feeling bummed about that. I'm so sorry. The sarcastic one. Who could I switch? Oh, no, I'm not. I can't. This is, this is what I did. I picked this list. This is what I have to live with now. I was about to be like Ryan Howard, but that's also from the opposite. Also a white man. Also a white man. I don't know. Maybe I would swap Ben for Rosa Diaz. But then again, I'm just making Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'm just literally creating <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. So whatever. Not my best, not my best performance. This was very fun. I could I... talk about sitcoms literally all day. They're yeah, my we favorite. Need, we need to do another similar. We could similar do a top podcast. 10. I would have the hardest time ranking my I have a group of top 10 sitcoms that I like feel pretty confident them. about but ranking them kill me I'd <laughs> rather <geez>. die <laughs> lord almighty uh, I really like I do not know how I would do that no definitely I like let's put that it. one on the back okay. <laughs> yeah so I don't die um yeah. no I, I do feel like we should do that but it will cause me great stress before we sign off I um you were saying that the hollow it might be a Halloween episode the Brooklyn Nine-Nine um, I can't remember what you're the saying. heist, the heist, all right, John. because I watched one Buffy, the vampire slayer Halloween episode last night, and it made my dreams come true. And now I'm working my way through other Amazing. Halloween episodes of things. It, so every yeah. Halloween episode of Brooklyn nine, nine, they do a heist and it's yeah, basically like you have to find, uh, so the, all of the people in the precinct fight against each other to steal something from captain holt is like basically the premise you never really know where it's going every single episode is like pure pure magic pure gold sounds like the paintball episodes of community yes similar hilarious so good gonna do it like as soon as we hang up we have a lot of ideas for a podcast so i feel like we can safely say our podcast can come out more regularly now (laughs) Yeah, now that we be like, put out like next week. very irregularly. Um, yeah. We still can't say a day, probably, but I'm gonna cool. I'm gonna shoot from the hip, taking a thing, taking a thing you said earlier, and using it. Maybe is that a real idiom? Context. Is that a I don't know. Idioms are not I my think thing. So shoot from the hip and say Friday. Friday. Come to us on Fridays. Well, when does this one come out then? Does this one come out on Friday? Yeah. So oh, you know what? Better. Every two weeks on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> all right just click the follow button is that on is that on all platforms do whatever you Please need to do to get to get notifications when new episodes are out how about that that sounds great there's no rules here so see you next week see you next week Bye. find links to follow us on socials and subscribe to our newsletter in the show notes of this episode thank you for listening to double take If you like what you heard, please support us by subscribing and leaving a review. See you next time. The Double Take Podcast is produced by Jess Ball and me, Jennifer Cullen. Music in this episode is from the YouTube channel, William Morancy Mashups.